Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 152. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it is your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been listening, thank you so much for coming on back to this show. And uh, today's going to be a mini solo episode, part of our summer series. And honestly, summer is winding down over here. My kids go back in just a couple weeks and I am very excited because (laughs) this is actually the first year in forever, for the first time in forever, all my kids will be in school for at least part of the day. Logan is going to be in third grade, which is absolutely crazy. Um, and thankfully nothing is really changing with him. He's going to be with his, his same teacher who he's had for, the past few years since kindergarten and the same team that we honestly just love and adore and are so thankful for. Um, and then my middle one, Liliana, is starting kindergarten and she's going to be going full day. So that's going to be quite an adjustment, especially after this past year because we did homeschooling with her for preschool. I'm using air quotes for homeschooling. You guys can't see that, <laughs> but I was not the best homeschooler. So We'll see how this goes, Um, but it's going to be very, very interesting having her out of the house all day. Um, And then my little one, Layla, is going to be doing preschool four mornings a week. So I'm going to have four mornings a week of free time, which is truly like I just don't know what I'm going to do with myself. (laughs) I'm going to have a lot more time for podcasting, that's for sure, and recording interviews. So there won't be as many solo shows happening once we hit fall. I'll still kind of sprinkle them in because I've gotten many suggestions for topics for these mini episodes. And the one I'm going to talk about today is very close to my heart. And it's what I've been wanting to do for these kind of mini episodes of the the summer series. Um, And then this past week, I got three different like messages and emails asking to do this topic. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, that's a sign that we're going to go ahead and do this one. And I'll be honest, this is probably going to be like a shorter mini episode because I'm really, as always, like speaking from, you know, our experience and really speaking from the heart. And this, like I said, it's a topic very close to my heart. And what it is, is expanding your family after you have had a, a child diagnosed with autism. And like I said, this has come up many times over the years since doing the show. And I have referred back to episode 77 with Leah Behrens. I think I have that right. I'm pretty sure it's 77. Um, Leah is amazing. She's so funny and sweet and open and I loved having her on, but that was something that we definitely talked about on her episode. And it's, it's definitely come up on other episodes, but I, I would love to have an episode just kind of dedicated to to this topic because it is one that is like so close to my heart. Um, but like I said, this might be a little bit shorter because this is really just kind of like our story, I guess, um, or just kind of like where where we were at with the idea of, you know, expanding our family. Um, 
and I'm happy I'm happy to tell it I just don't know how how much detail I I will go into well if anyone listens to the show you know I, I tend to ramble so I'm gonna say it's gonna be shorter but who knows it could be <laughs> it could be an hour long um okay so I say that this is really close to my heart because Logan is our our first child obviously and we, you know, we have Logan, he's, he's eight and we have two little girls. Liana is five and Layla is three just for new listeners. You have a little backstory here. Um, and Manny and I, my husband and I, we actually always only planned on having two kids. We felt like that was always kind of the right number for us. And, you know, first we had Logan and he was just the absolute apple of our eye. We were so in love with him and we even talked about just that's it just having him because we were just we were so obsessed with him (laughs) as first-time parents tend to be um and we were like there was definitely a time where we both were kind of like maybe like this is fulfilling enough just to have this this one like amazing little guy and just have our worlds kind of revolve around him um but as he got a little older we both were like no we want to give him a sibling like that was important to us so we decided to, you know, go ahead and try for baby number two. And we were very blessed really with all my pregnancies, just didn't, didn't take too long. And a few months later we found out we were pregnant, uh, for the second time and we were thrilled. So happy. Logan had, he was about just about two, maybe two and a half at this point when I got pregnant with Liliana and he was in early intervention. We started early intervention at about 20 months old for speech and OT. And that was going well. I would say at that point, we weren't necessarily thinking that we weren't, we didn't know that Logan had autism, but we definitely kind of knew that we weren't necessarily on like a typical path. But at that point, because he was so young, it was, it was hard to know if things were going to, you know, change and he was going to catch up. That was, you know, talked about a lot, especially with his therapist is like, oh, you know, as he gets closer to three, as he gets closer to four or five, like he's going to catch up. And I, there definitely was that kind of like gnawing feeling in my gut, even then that there was like more happening. Um, but truly we just didn't know. And we were happy doing, you know, EI and getting Logan, the services he needed. He, he seemed happy and we were definitely ready and planning for this second baby. Uh, and then we found out we were having a girl and we were so thrilled and we were like, oh my gosh, this is so perfect. Like we have a boy and a girl. We always wanted two kids. Now we have one of each, like that's it. (laughs) Um, so we had Liliana and she was born just right after Logan turned three. And that was definitely a very like transitional time. I've talked about this before in the podcast, but it was, Logan had started preschool when I was like insanely pregnant with Liliana like I was definitely eight if not nine months pregnant when he started because uh, he started after his birthday his birthday's in December and he didn't start till till January for preschool and she was born in March so, okay maybe seven months pregnant but it's very hormonal and pregnant and leaving him at preschool was oh my gosh devastating but he loved preschool it took him like a week to adjust and he loved it but then by the end of the year we had this new baby. So in May, I went to his parent teacher conference, you know, two months postpartum, just hormones are raging. <laughs> and that was when the speech therapist that I've, I've talked about this before had really kind of mentioned autism and, 
it was really the catalyst for Manny and I to have some really honest conversations with, you know, ourselves and each other and really kind of move forward in seeking a diagnosis. And so we did. So we, we did have an eight month wait list, which was a very long time. Um, so there was a lot of waiting. We were definitely playing the waiting game and I was trying so hard to get in anywhere else, but we just didn't have a lot of options back then in terms of like doctors that would diagnose and would take our insurance and whatnot. So we were on this eight month wait list and it's funny because like, I, I, I don't think I had, had we known that Logan had autism, I still think we would have wanted to have another baby. It's hard for me to, to say for sure, because like I said, when we got pregnant with Liliana, Logan was only two and while we definitely knew he had a speech delay and like possibly some, you know, kind of like fine motor type issues, we'd, we weren't, we weren't necessarily like fully immersed in like the special needs world. I would say we were just kind of like, not sure where, where we would end up. So it was definitely, it was, it was challenging for sure. Liliana was, had just turned a year old. Logan had just turned four when we actually got the, the diagnosis the day after her first birthday. Um, and it was, it was really, um, I mean, that was a, a really emotional day for sure. And I remember even like the day before it was her birthday party and, you know, all of our like close family and friends knew that we were going for this evaluation the next day that we had been, you know, anticipating for months at that point. And, it just felt really heavy. Like we were, you know, so happy to be celebrating her first birthday. And the great, the thing about Liliana that was like incredible and always has been incredible is that she has always like kind of been ahead of things. Like I didn't necessarily have to worry so much when she was a baby because she did everything on time, if not sooner. And things that like Logan never did. Like I remember always in, in EI when they were evaluating him, they were like, does he point well, he pointed things and I never understood why that was a big deal until Liliana started doing it at like probably six or seven months old. If she wanted me to see something that she saw, she would point to it. And it never clicked with me why that was, you know, something until I saw her do that. And then I'm like, this is why they always asked me that if he would point at things because he didn't. And I realized then I'm like, oh, he was not trying to like engage with us to, you know, say like, mom, I see this. Do you see this? Um, so many things just have, have felt so, um, I just have such a different understanding now of things because my, my daughters are typical. So it's just been, it's been a wild ride <laughs> for sure. So like I said, she had just turned a year old. At that point, she was already like saying more words than Logan was at four, even at one. Um, and just developmentally, we could see things were, it truly was like night and day. It just, it, 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 it magnified things that with Logan that I wasn't as concerned about. Like I almost became more concerned about after seeing the way that Liliana was developing, um, which is both good and bad. It was good that it like, made me again be just really honest with myself in this situation and I couldn't like hide behind you know he'll catch up or we just don't know like at that point it was really obvious that we were dealing with something more than just you know a speech delay or you know a, a developmental delay things like that um 
so especially at that point when Logan was diagnosed, we felt a hundred percent like, okay, that's it. We are done. We're very happy to have these, these two kiddos. And I mean, we felt definitely a little overwhelmed and needed to find our footing in this whole, you know, autism world, but we were still obviously so, so, so in love and grateful for Logan. And then we had his, his little sister and we were just like, okay, that's it. And then life threw us a little curveball. <laughs> um, I, without giving too many details, I will just say we were not planning to have a third baby. Um, what I will say is that Manny had a consultation scheduled for a vasectomy. And a week later, I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> so, I mean, we were being careful. I was also still nursing Liliana, all those things they tell you. about that being birth control not true um like I said we thought we were being careful we thought it we had our bases covered apparently we did not um and uh very unexpectedly found out I was pregnant with uh our second daughter Layla when uh Liliana was 17 months old when I got pregnant so we were still kind of in like, you know, the baby young toddler phase it's not like she was five or something um we were still it was not difficult to like go back to that baby phase, but it was definitely a, an adjustment mentally when you're not, I, you know, my, my, my two other pregnancies had been planned and we were really ready for them. Finding out you're having a, you know, a surprise kind of third baby. It definitely threw us for a loop. Um, and we did, we, we came around, we were very excited. We found it again. We were having a girl and I won't lie. I did feel a sense of relief when I found out I was having another girl, not only because, you know, just like statistically there's a, a lower diagnosis rate with, with girls and there's with boys. And some of that is probably skewed because I think we're maybe just not as good at diagnosing girls. Cause the, you know, the signs of autism look, look different in the genders and, you know, there's that, that honestly could be a whole other topic right there. But especially because we, we had one daughter who was, like I said, was typical and was, you know, just flourishing. It, it was a relief to find out that we were having a girl. The other reason I, I did, I did want a girl is a, I have a sister and I love having a sister and I definitely wanted that for Liliana. But B, because since Liliana was a baby, I mean, a little baby, she, has just loved Logan and loved their relationship and was so wanted to engage with him so badly and wanted to, to play with him and was just always seeking his attention and wanted to hug him. And especially at that time when she was a baby, Logan was just in a different spot. He was, I would say more like just, I used to say a lot. I didn't feel like his lights were on. Like I felt like sometimes I could, I could see his lights were on, or I would say his wheels I don't see his wheels turning. And I had moments where I, you know, I could see the lights were on, the wheels were turning, but there was a lot of moments where I felt like the lights were not on. And he was, was, we had to kind of pull him out, um, from inside of himself basically. And when she was a baby, that was hard because I knew that she really wanted this sibling relationship that he just couldn't give her, especially at that time. Um, and that was, that was really, honestly, really tough for me as a mom. Like, I remember there was one time where she got a new dress. Uh, she was probably like, 
again, like maybe like one and a half, like really little. And she was so excited. She put this new dress on and she was, and Logan was like in the next room doing something. And she was like, oh, I'm going to go show Didi my dress. We call him Didi. That was what Liliana nicknamed him when she was little. She ran over. She's like, I'm going to show him my dress. And she like twirled for him. And she's like, Didi, look how pretty. I love my dress. And he like literally could have cared less. It was just like barely looking at her. And it honestly kind of chokes me up even now because I just, my heart just fell in that moment. Cause I, I, and this is before I knew I was pregnant. Um, there was definitely a part of me that was like, Oh, I just wish that she could have that sibling relationship. Um, but again, we, we were not even thinking about having a third baby cause we were just like, we got a lot on our plates. We're figuring things out. Like we're, we're just not going to rock the boat <laughs> too much. Um, but I, I truly do believe that, that God knew that we, we all needed Layla and he just put her right in our path. <laughs> um, so like I said, I, I found out I was pregnant, found out we were having a girl and our daughters are like just, just two years apart. So I did still have, you know, concerns while I was pregnant. Like, what if she does have autism? What if we have another baby with autism? Things that I wasn't necessarily thinking about in my pregnancy with Liliana because, like I said, Logan hadn't been diagnosed at that point. It wasn't until she was a year old. So I I, I did definitely think, like, oh, we're going to maybe do things differently with her. I remember Manny especially saying that when I was pregnant, again, with, with Liliana. Um, but then by the time we had Layla, I, I knew like it's one way or the other, you know what I mean? I knew that there was nothing that we had done or that we could do that was going to change the outcome. It was like either she would be on the spectrum or she wouldn't be. And so again, when, when Layla was born, things were a little bit, it was a little bit different because she was, um, she was a few weeks early. I had a, a liver condition that I actually had with, with both my daughters when I was pregnant called cholestasis. Um, and I had to be induced three weeks early with her, but again, I didn't know that I was pregnant. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew I was pregnant, but I, I, cause we hadn't planned her. We did not know like when we conceived and whatnot. So, I mean, again, I think due dates are always an estimation, but especially with hers, like it was an estimation. Um, but with cholestasis, it's, it's a really, it can be really dangerous to the baby. So they, they don't want you going past 37 weeks. So I was induced and she was born. Uh, she was just absolutely adorable and super tiny. She only weighed six pounds. And right away she had some issues breathing. She ended up going to the NICU. When they did an x-ray on her lungs, they said that they looked a little premature. So she may have been even a little earlier than 37 weeks. I mean, we'll never know for sure, but she did spend a week in the NICU, which was, um, one of the, I mean, honestly probably was the, the hardest week of my life and just one of the most emotional experiences I've ever gone through. And in, in a lot of ways, I think it was a, a really good lesson to me because I, I was so nervous to have three kids, especially it was, Logan was diagnosed like six months before I, I found that I was pregnant. We had just started ABA like the week I found out I was pregnant. So I was just very, I was still like very early in this whole autism world and still processing the diagnosis. And then I found that I was pregnant and I had to do all that. And I was just so scared of how was I going to deal with three kids? 
how what if what if this baby had autism too like there there was just a lot of like fear and anxiety at that time but then when Layla was in the NICU it it really just taught me like literally nothing matters as long as this baby is okay and I get to take her home because the day that I left the hospital and they discharged me and she had to stay I mean it was just like like Manny had to hold me up while while we walked out I'm an emotional person as it is but I was just like I it, it really felt like rock bottom at that point and it was yeah it, it was a lot of anyone who has done the NICU for any amount of time I think understands we were so lucky that it was only a week and honestly I, I can't imagine if it was even a day longer because when you're in the NICU like a day feels like a week um but she came home and she like once she rebounded and, and got better it was really just kind of like a breathing issue with her and she was you know nursing well and everything so they she got to come home and she was just a dream baby she reminded me a lot of Logan she was so good like never cried was such a sweetheart oh the other reason why I was so nervous too was because Liliana our second was colicky and just like a nightmare again if you've had a colic baby you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> colic is no joke. So I was terrified. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have another one of these colicky babies that never stopped screaming. Um, it was just a lot. It was a lot. And like I said, by the time she came home, I, I just didn't care anymore. I was just grateful to have her healthy and home with us. And it just, it felt like our family was complete in a way that like, like I said, I just didn't even know that we needed like she really was like the missing puzzle piece to all of us and it was interesting with her because she didn't she she was always like I never felt like her lights weren't on like I've said with Logan she was always like very engaged even from the time that she was you know a few months old like she did she did point and she did try to communicate and she would wave and she actually talked like even earlier than Liliana she I can't remember like when it was, but I have a video of her. We were singing that Johnny Johnny Yes Papa song and she was like not even a year old and she would sing along with me and do like the ha 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 at the end. And yeah, she was just like, like in a lot of ways, like very verbal, understood a lot, but she did have a gross motor delay. She was a late walker and I, my radar was up. My radar was up with, with, both the girls but again because I felt like Liliana really just never gave me reason to worry I didn't have to worry with Layla it was like she did she did things on you know on, on her own timeline that was sometimes sometimes even quicker than what it was supposed to be but there there were a couple things that kind of gave me pause when she was excited she would flap and she's grown out of that now. That really was probably more like the first year, maybe not even probably a year and a half because I, I did end up having her evaluated by early intervention when she was about 17 months old. Uh, again, more because she was not walking. And we, we had started doing PT with just like through our pediatrician, I think around 15 or 16 months. And more so because I think they knew like I was just a mom that was like on top of it and kind of knew what to look for and so my doctor wasn't necessarily concerned but she's like there's no reason why we couldn't do PT so we started PT I had her evaluated and she didn't end up qualifying they were like very reassuring and 
really impressed with her like receptive language and like even at that time because she, she wasn't walking she was still crawling but we could tell her like go pick up that toy and give it to me and they were like usually kids can't like do that kind of exchange like that until they are walking so they were like you know like developmentally she's right where she needs to be it's just like she's just a late walker um and she did start walking like right at 18 months which I guess technically is not even late as long as they walk like by 18 months I mean maybe I don't know I think it's just after 18 months is, is when it's like more of a concern because like I said she didn't she did not end up qualifying that was a very like kind of healing experience though because one of Logan's EI therapist came and did her evaluation and I got to talk to her and really just kind of be honest with her because looking back on Logan's EI experience and early intervention like I was so happy to have you know people helping us and the resources but again because we didn't know he had autism and and nobody told us that he had autism I just had so many questions for her and she totally remembered us and like just looking back at things now um, again, that could be a whole other podcast, but <laughs> it was, it was very, it was a very different situation having Layla evaluated and then having Logan evaluated, you know, years prior. Um, so I guess that's, well, so that, I mean, I guess that's kind of it. Yeah. Cause then eventually she did start walking and she really has not missed a beat ever since she's, um, so hilarious and funny and <laughs> like I said, it's just like that missing piece to our family and her and Liliana have just this incredible sister relationship. They're, they're, I mean, they love hard. They fight hard. They're, they're super close. They play so nice. They are at each other's throats. You know, it's, it's the whole thing with sisters. Um, but the, one of the really amazing things was that, like I said, with, with Liliana, Logan just barely paid attention to her as a baby. It really took like a year, honestly, for him to even, give her the time of day. Um, but by the time we had Layla, it was just kind of a different situation. And Logan had really like come out of his shell, I guess, so to speak. And he was like, so interested in her, even as like a little baby. I remember like when I brought her home from the hospital and he like, he didn't necessarily want to hold her, but he really wanted to look at her and he wanted to like hold her hand and like, just kind of study her. And even just a few weeks later then he he did want to hold her and he would like smile at her and it was just there was this this like brotherly side of him that I had not seen before and that has just continued to like grow and grow he's he's so different with the girls now than he used to be I feel like they they really have such a tight bond which is it's definitely something I I used to worry about and I didn't know like if we would get there because it, it did take a long time to see any progress in that area and yeah like I said things are just they're so different now and they the the three of them you know it's it's funny because it's like yeah when you talk about the decision to expand your family after diagnosis I didn't even really make the decision the decision was made for me <laughs> And at the end of the day, I could not be more grateful that it happened the way that it did because had it been left up to me and Manny, I don't think we'd have Layla and I don't think we would have, you know, taken that leap to have another baby. Um, I'm honestly kind of ashamed to say that, but I also know everything worked out the way that it was supposed to. So like I said, this is our experience. It's, it's never something that I would say 
I, it's not something I even want to give advice on. There, there's a lot of things that I, I don't want to give advice on, but I'm happy to share our experience if that helps someone or they can relate to the story because like I said, it's, it's not something that we planned on to, you know, to expand our family after Logan was diagnosed, but sometimes, you know, th things happen that are out of your control and they end up being exactly what you needed. And that, and that's what she was for us. I mean, she is just like, I always say she's like the explanation point on our family. Cause where she used to be like, just so sweet and calm. She is a lunatic now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she just, yeah, she makes us laugh all the time and she really is just kind of like the glue. Um, and we are, we are so, so grateful for her and for, for honestly, for each and every one of them for so different reasons. But I, there, I do feel there's a different bond for sure with your baby because she's, she's the baby. She's my baby. Um, but I also think too, because she was in the NICU, I just like, I could do a whole episode about Nikki's talk too, but it, it's, it's a, just a different, it's a different feeling, you know, when you have like this tiny helpless baby in not a good position. And all you want is to like, I, like there was a day where I didn't get to hold her the entire day. She was having a hard time. She was jaundiced and like I ached for her. And I remember coming home and just looking at this, like, bassinet in the corner of our room that was supposed to have our baby in it and it was empty and she was at the hospital and I was at home pumping and I was so angry and so confused and emotional and just did not understand why this was happening to us and you know looking back now I would never want to repeat that um but I I do think it like it I had a I mean I've I bonded with all my kids quickly and I'm thankful for that but again the, the bond with Layla is just it's just a little different because uh, we kind of had to fight for her and I would fight for her any day of the week a million times over. All right, I'm starting to get rambly now, so I'm going to cut myself off. <laughs> um, I hope this was helpful. Let me know, you know, if, what your thoughts are. If you guys are looking to expand your family, if you're thinking about it, I'm always here to, to talk and, and to chat. Um, yeah, I guess that's all for now. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook at Adventures and Autism Podcast, on Instagram at Adventures and Autism Pod, or you can email me at Adventures and Autism 2018 at yahoo.com. Full disclosure, when this episode comes out, we are going to be on vacation. So I'm, I'm recording this a few days in advance and just getting it ready to go so I can just release it while we're gone, but we're heading up to Michigan just for a few days. Going to stay at our, our friend's beach house that we love so much. Um, this is like our happy place and we're just got a little, a little getaway before school starts. So we are so excited. Can't wait. Um, but that is all for now. And until next time, take care.